oh, I have to give money. But that's not an option for everyone, right? And that's also not the only way to give back. Um, I know that, you know, yeah. time is something, I grew up in the church, uh, and so we gave a lot of time and a lot of uh, community service to different whatever was going on in our local town, whatever needed help. Uh, but, you know, yes, there was monetary contributions too, but the acts of service was really pushed and giving your time. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lessa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the uplifting combo I had with Marcia Aegis in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause this now and go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us. If you're watching on the YouTube, I have a new so snow globe and it's big red lips with gold glitter, everyone. And I've been starting every podcast. I thought it was going to, I thought it was just like a thing, like, you said it when we were recording before, and I was like, ha ha, okay. She said, she said, this is going to be on every episode moving forward. I was like, right, whatever. Well, I'm, it continues to come back. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> and it's really fun, and I shake it, so it's got the gold glitter all over my red lips. Anyways, okay. So, <laughs> All right, before we get started. We are still on the road. Yes. So we are actually recording this before we hit the road. And so what I can tell you is at this moment in time, we are probably hanging out with Brad's fabulous family and doing some sort of Pollyanna situation and getting ready to get back out on the road again for a couple pop-ups. So if you want to see us in real life and you live in the States, go to onlinepoliceclasses.com slash tour. And then you can see where we are and you can get tickets where we are. Um, what else do we have? Quick announcements, my love. Uh, Two of the things, and then we have a just something special we wanted to say. Mm. Uh, but the uh, scheduling tool uh, for profitable Pilates—if you run a uh, fitness business uh, or you know Pilates or any other kind of fitness business—we are um, partnering with a, a software company that's making a profitable Pilates scheduling tool mm -hmm. uh, for us. It's so exciting. I've wanted it to do this for years. Years. We've been. I mean, everyone asks us which is the best one. All the things. Well, I'll tell you, ours is the best one. Yeah. Okay. And here's why. Because... I'm coaching on it. Yeah. You're coaching on it. But also, everything that we couldn't do with other scheduling tools, we changed three times before we found one that was actually more simple than all the rest and has nothing to do with other things that we needed to do. And so that was like a weird, like, okay, this will do for us. Well, we were like, <laughs> this isn't this isn't good enough. Yeah. There's a better way. And yeah. we found that better way. And that's what's coming to you. Yeah. So if you want to get on the list, go to ProfitablePilates.com slash scheduling. Yeah. And you will see a wait list there. We'll be telling you more about it in January. 
And also happening in January is Agency Mini Number Six. This is our mini coaching program. We Agency talking- Mini Number Six. I know. Actually, Agency turns four in January. Yeah. So, yeah. We, I mean, we've been. I've been doing coaching for uh, fitness instructors since 2013. Actually, technically 2009, but I started the company in 2013. And so, Agency Mini, uh, it is. Um, we definitely limit how many people can be in it. So you want to get on the wait list because you also get the best deals and you get early action to sign up. Um, you'll go to profitablepilates.com slash mini it's m-i-n-i yeah and our, our special thing we wanted to say is happy holidays happy holiday uh i know it's two days till christmas at this point uh you know there's uh hanukkah happening there's no hanukkah happened a couple weeks ago yeah happened uh <laughs> you know there's all the things yeah. and basically we just wanted to say we're excited that you yeah. get to spend time with your friends and families hopefully you do that and, uh, uh, you know, that's what we're looking forward to do over the next few days yeah. as well. Well, yeah. So happy holidays. Okay. What is our audience question this week? Yeah. So this one fit right along with last week. Uh, we just kind of chopped it in two. Yeah. Uh, when and how do you plan your goals for 2022? Yeah. We don't do resolutions. We do do goals. Yeah. Um, and we don't try to do all of them in January because that's not how things work. Yeah, that doesn't really work. So um, I'm really big on figuring out when you want something done by and then working backwards. That's that's how I do goals. So if there's something that I want to have done by the end of 2022, actually look at when in 2022 things are going to have to happen so that it all leads up to being done. <laughs> so that's how, I mean, that's how I do it. So, um, I mean, do you do it differently than that? Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Which I find ironic because I'm usually the process guy, right? And know, so you just process. map that out for me, which I thought was really funny, but that's not really how I think about goals. Like I know that goals are like business goals or whatever, but I, I was thinking more personal goals. Like, you know, do I want to speak another language? Oh you know, yeah. Do I want to uh, change my morning routine? You know, the you know, like I mean, more I set stuff those like, whenever they come up. I don't make that like a end of the year thing. Um. Yeah, but I'll. I mean, okay, cool. So like, you know, but but for us, moving was a goal, and yep. you know, I actually didn't know it was going to happen as soon as it did, but that was something that was on our list. So I mean, I worked backwards from that. I was like, we're moving by June first, and I was like, that means we got to be doing this by this date and this by this date. <laughs> right. I, mean, I think that's also why that I wasn't quite as uh, uh, you know like like had a fire lit under me because I don't. That's not how I think I about it. I'm like, this is something that I want to do at some point. Yeah. In the and, near future, which is actually not how you're supposed to set goals. No, you're no. supposed to put a date with it. Can you hear the rebel in the four tendencies in him? <laughs> it um, might be nice if maybe we could possibly, yeah. you know, do this thing. I'm like, when do you want to do it by? Okay. That means we have to do this and this and this, like I am on the stuff. So yeah. anyways, I mean, we definitely at the beginning of the year do write things down of what we are intentionally trying to do. Um, but, uh, again, it's not a resolution. So I'm, a, I feel like you're allowed to make new goals whenever they come to you and you just have to have a buy win date and then work backwards or you can work forwards if you prefer process that way. But I find backwards is easier because it's like a maze. So I would always go to the finish point on a maze and then I would work backwards all the you way to what? the start. Yes, I did. And my dad would go, that's cheating. I said, I think it's brilliant. I've finished every <laughs> maze. And the, and I got I remember being in a corn maze with my friends and 
getting so frustrated because we kept getting lost. And I was like, if we could have just been dropped off at the finish point, I could have found us our way out. <laughs> so anyways, um, that's, yeah. That, I, I never knew Learned that Learned something you. new. Yeah. I know. Married six years. Look that's, at that. That's amazing. Okay. So let's get into it. There's also one other thing I didn't know. Oh. That, that you talked about in the interview with, with Marcia. So I will, I will tell you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, one last thing. This is the first year we're not going to do our uh, rare tradition that we actually hold to. Uh, every year on January 1st, we usually oh. just tear our entire apartment apart. Yeah. Look at every single thing that we own and then get rid of a lot of it if we can. Yeah. Stuff that we never use, never touch. But... Right. A, we don't live in a 500 square foot apartment anymore where we can literally see everything. Yeah, no, we got to <laughs> definitely go room by room at this point. So we have to schedule that differently. And, yeah, and... And we're going to be with Sue and Steven. Yeah, we're, we're going to be down in Miami. We're doing New Year's in Miami. Uh, I'm so excited to have the best outfit for it. <laughs> okay, I really do. Be It Till You See It is brought to you by ProfitablePilates.com. ProfitablePilates.com. Yeah, because you know, you should actually make money doing what you love. Yeah, so it's a fitness business coaching platform uh, that Leslie and I started, Profitable Pilates. And in January, we are doing a seven-day miniature version of our agency coaching program. So the fitness business coaching that you've been following uh, on Instagram at Profitable Pilates, we're doing a tiny seven-day program of it so that you can get a taste of what it is that we're doing. You can meet Leslie if you haven't already. You can meet me, which you probably haven't. Uh, and we're going to answer every single question that you may have. We're going to run through how much money you want to make and how you can actually make that money. You know, what to charge your clients, all those kinds of things. It's going to be a whirlwind. So, it is a whirlwind. And also we freaking love it. It'll be our sixth opportunity to do yeah. this program. It is our fourth year of the agency program. Oh my God. We turned four in January and we want to see you in the agency mini. So get on the wait list. Go to profitablepilates.com slash mini. See you there. Okay, now let's talk about Marcia Aegis. Yeah. With a spirit of giving and a passion for the people, Marcia Aegis is a community leader fighting to uplift and highlight the strengths women have within. From a hockey mom to the creator of at Inspire Always on Instagram with the uh, underscore before it, Marcia uh, is trailblazing a new mindset of giving and a community of pos positivity. Yeah. Uh, and joy. To be I honest, know. she's so sweet, and she's like seriously so giving. She like turned. She suggested me for some magazine that Layla Ali was on the first cover of. I mean, it was. I know. Wow. I know. Yeah. So I should have had that in my things. It's like Ask Us Beauty. I think is what it's called. Um. So. Uh. Anyways, that. Well, she she was just so fun to listen to because she's. Very excited about yeah. what she's doing. Ask Us Beauty Magazine. I'll be in that at some point uh, this month. Yeah, she's she's so passionate what she's doing. And she's also like, like she's just being it till she sees it. She's like, I don't even know what I'm going to see. I'm just being the thing. And <laughs> she's like going for it. I love it so much. So, um, but one of the, she talked about many things that are really amazing. One of the things that I loved that she talked about is finding charities you're passionate about. And the reason I love this is I think it can get really overwhelming when you're someone who's a giving person or a caring person. There's all the stuff going on in the world, like especially right now, like literally every time you turn around, there is a group of people that need support. There is uh, the world's on fire. The world's hot. There's all these things that are happening. There's, if you're in the States, there's like 
laws that you're like, what in the freaking world? And so it's just, it, and then I talked to our friends in Australia and they've got their own stuff. So it can feel overwhelming. And you're like, where do I give my time? Where do I give my money to? And I think it's really freeing to be okay with just going and looking up charities that you are actually passionate about and, 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 and supporting in the way that you can. She talked about the different ways you can support. It's not always money. And I found that to just be like, that's something that you can do right now and you can feel really good about yourself. Yeah. Uh- uh, I, I think it's also something that we've been working on with yeah. OPC and with Profitable Pilates, yeah. which are, you know, like what, what should those, what charities should those businesses support Yeah, and what is important to us? Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, when we, when we first started, um, uh, there was, we were getting to know the homeless population near where we lived in Los Angeles. And so it was important for us to feed them. Yeah. And uh, so we were looking at charities about that. Yeah. Then, it, you know, we've shifted having moved here to Vegas uh, with Profitable Pilates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been supporting a business that's helping uh, women in need who end up in the uh, basically the sex industry here mm-hmm. uh, or anywhere really, yeah, but, anywhere. Uh, but, but there's the, the organization's based here. They're here and they're in Portland and they're working on becoming across the U S and it's like, why, the reason why I picked up for profit applies is that every single of those women, women is like a business owner in her own way. And um, if they, and a lot of times they are pimped out and they don't even know it, um, but they have a hard time getting out of it. And I know if you feel like you can't take, maybe you have an idea for something, but you can't get there because you're stuck where you are. Like, I love that this charity helps these women um, get out when they want to. And there's, and there's no judgment around it. And it's really, and they do it by, they do it by building relationships. Yes, yes, yes. It's so, um, it's just something that I'm, I'm, I, I think is really Cool. So I, that's what we did with Prof Applies. We're actually still trying to figure out and we're running out of dates. <laughs> We've got to figure out the charity for OPC that we're choosing. But the reason why we're still working on that is because we're trying really hard to find one that is a more international climate change um, uh, focused um, charity because our OPC members are all over the world. And that is something we can share in together. And I think they'd be really excited about. So anyways, I just say that because again, I think you can feel like, Oh my God, I have to give all these people need something. And it's like, if we all were to focus on the ones we're passionate about, then we can actually probably make some change in those areas. The, uh, well, you, you mentioned it before. I was going to say that the truth of giving money, uh, uh, being the way we give back it's a it's an it's a challenging uh misconception i think because that's what we oh i have to give money but that's not an option for everyone right and that's also not the only way to give back um i know that you know yeah time is something i grew up in the church uh and so we gave a lot of time and a lot of uh community service to different whatever was going on in our local town, whatever needed help. Uh, but, you know, yes, there was monetary contributions too, but the acts of service was really pushed and giving your time. So if money isn't an option, uh, then, you know, giving time uh, can be really helpful or helping someone out, you know, lend, lending yeah. something to them, whatever. Yeah. That's also, uh, you know, an act of and, and of charity and giving. I know. And like doing that locally because you can really make big change if you're doing things that are more local. 
Um, so she actually brought that up. I think you really, you mentioned you really loved that. She talked about the different ways of giving. So, um, so I really, I really thought it was very helpful. Yeah. Okay, finally, let's talk about those be it action items. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Marcia Aegis? Why don't you go first? Okay, so she said uh, three really powerful ones at the end, Mm -hmm. and I picked the middle one, or no, I picked the last one. She said, be unapologetically authentic. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, I also bold. It's so bold. It's very bold. It's also like really hard. Yeah. You know, and I, I, we're all part of society and we're all wondering who's going, are people going to like me? If I'm unapologetically authentic, what if no one likes me? Yeah. But I think that what does that even mean? I don't know. Right. So what is, what does unapologetically authentic mean? mean? Oh, it just means that you don't apologize for being your freaking self. Yeah. But I think that's so challenging. I think you don't like, like, like smooth out your edges, you know? Cause like, we all have some rough edges. But I, I, I think even that is challenging because that means you have to know yourself. Oh. You know, yeah, and, and also that part I find less challenging. I find more challenging the unapologetically authentic. <laughs> I have a problem. I have no problem being authentic, but sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I should apologize because that maybe that was too direct. <laughs> well, I, the, the thing that I grew up in this, uh, uh, world of expectations. Here's how you act this place. This is what you do here. Here's the, you know, these, these lot of, uh, expectations. And, um, we were talking about this. Um, actually, I think you were talking about this with, uh, Marcia, but, uh, basically, you know, h- how do you like, it comes across as bragging when you're, um, proud of yourself. Yeah. Right. And so that, that's a, I think that's a pretty obvious example where we like push ourselves down and be like, Oh, you know, I know I did good, but I can't like, you know, I can't, I, sh- I can't shout it from the rooftops kind of a thing because that wouldn't be right yeah. to do. And that's, you know, that's kind of the world that I come from. And so it was really hard for me to celebrate wins yeah. about myself because, you know, even though I knew like I should be so happy, you're happy for like two seconds and then you just like, okay, okay, that's enough. Yeah, you know, and I so I think being unapologetically authentic is really uh, uh, it's something you can grow into. Yeah, I was. Thank you for saying that. You read my mind because I was like, what if you just like found kind of like the Rob Max idea of like an unapologetically authentic island where you can like feel really like you can do that and then like do that there, and when that island feels bigger and more secure and and everything, it can kind of like. Maybe you move it over to this little section of your life and move it over here. Like it's not, not like you can go from zero to, you know, 100 in one day. Like that's going to be a lot of, of changes maybe if you, especially if you haven't been, been yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 And also don't beat yourself up, you know? Oh my God, please don't at yeah. all. Cause that, that's not, that's not okay. No one that's, you would never let a friend do that. So don't let yourself do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what about you? Step so far out of your comfort zone, you forget how to get back. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was the first thing she said. And I was like, what? 
Did you write that? Like, how impressive? She lives that. That's what she I, lives. It's just so impressive. She 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 did that for her inspire always. I mean, she just like stepped so far out. She's like, okay, I'm gonna do it, and um, and now she's like, I don't even know how I wasn't doing this before. So, I really like that because I think um, Amy Ladine talks about this a lot with like if you are. Uh, if you, you know, cause she works with women who are changing their bodies and she makes them throw the clothes away. So right, they, right. They there's no going back. There's no going back to that. Um, and I think like, this is also, and that is, uh, th- there's a lot of reticence that, 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 uh, I mean, that would freak me out. And that's, that's, uh, well, I mean, like, let's talk about like when you were going to leave your job, you were trying to do it part time oh, for them. Man. And like, you were going to, I'm going to work five hours a week for them. And it's like, that was that, a huge step out of any kind of comfort and zone. You, and then, and then they said, no, you can't. And you were like, oh, and I was like, just don't work for them then. Like you like, so I think sometimes some people are like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little bit over here. I'm going to do a little over here. And it's like, yeah, you keep your feet in both, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you, at some point you gotta just get over and like burn the boats is what Tony Robbins says, about to burn the boats. So yeah, I'm, I, I, um, I think I wouldn't have done that, uh, had my old company not changed their decision on on me working yeah me working part-time uh after i was done because i i think that there was so much hesitation and so much fear from losing all that uh security or what i deemed security even though it was also really stressful um uh you know i wouldn't have made that decision on my own but then when the when the rug was pulled out from under me uh it kind of left me with no choice and that was like really scary. <laughs> yeah. But look at you now. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I love that. I think that is like, that should be on a freaking office wall. That should be on a journal. That should yeah, be. Yeah. Step so far out of your comfort zone. You forget how to get back. Yeah. Ooh, amazing. Amazing. I have chills. All right. I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today and every week, really, and this entire first year. It's been so wonderful. We are so grateful for you. How are you going to use these tips in your life? DM us, tag the pod, tag Marcia, and let us know. Um, and then also send it to a friend who needs um, a little uplifting, a little inspiration. We That's how this podcast grows, and we couldn't be like, we couldn't thank you enough if you did that. So please do, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. episode of the be it till you see it podcast one thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast also make sure to introduce yourself over at the be it pod on instagram i would love to know more about you share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it help us and others be it till you see it have an awesome day Be It Till You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. 
Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. <laughs>